The communion of saints is one of the fundamentals of the Christian faith. The communion of saints can be divided into two parts as communion in spiritual goods and communion among persons. Welcome to the Greater Glory of God podcast. I am Father George Mary Claret. The communion of saints is one of the basic truth and faith of the church. That's why in the Apostles' Creed we find the communion of saints just after our expression of faith in the Catholic Church. The expression of the communion of saints just follows our expression of faith in the Catholic Church. So there is basic connection between these two factors, the Holy Catholic Church and the communion of saints. Because the church is the assembly of all the saints. The church doesn't mean only of the people living in this world. But the church consists of everyone who has been baptized in the name of the Holy Trinity from the beginning of the church. Therefore, the church teaches us as revealed by God, the faithful who are in heaven already enjoying the vision of God and also people who are in a state of purification in purgatory and we who are living in this world. All these three areas are the states or stages, whatever term we may would like to use. We all belong to the one church and the church consists of all Christians. Every baptized person who express their faith in the most holy trinity. And church has four characteristics to be called a church. One, holy, apostolic and catholic. Church is one as the body of Christ. It is holy because the head of the church is Jesus himself and it is Catholic meaning it's universal and it is apostolic. If a church, if it is somebody calls it as a church as we find in today's world there are so many groups which they call themselves as churches but in reality they are not. They can be called prayer groups. A church to be a church has to have the apostolic connection. By the way, if I can ask you a question, can you make a list of your favorite saints? At least five of them. A list of favorite saints. At least five. Please do put their names in the comments. I would like to know your favorite saints. And can you choose one of them as your favorite, as your closest person? Whenever you are in need, you can reach to that person. What it means, we would reflect on this fact maybe next time. This, we will stick to this particular point as communion of saints. 
as in the beginning i said the communion of saints is divided into two parts as communion in holy things or spiritual goods and communion among holy persons this fact is very important because saints are not heavenly beings rather human beings who have been sanctified by Christ in the bosom of the church through the sacraments these are all basic faith factors which we need to realize very importantly and with very strong conviction saint paul in his first letter to the corinthians chapter 12 verses 12 to 27 when the end chapter is about this but i would read only these two verses verse 12 and verse 27 he writes for just as the body is one and has many members and all the members of the body though many are one body so it is with christ in verse 27 he writes now you are the body of christ and individually members of it so everyone who has been baptized in the name of the most holy trinity is members of the body of christ everyone that's why i said even those who have gone ahead of us those who are in heaven or in purgatory or in the world everyone is a member of the same church which is called the body of christ as saint paul very clearly puts it saint paul writing to the romans chapter 11 verse 17 would say that we have been grafted in christ and we get that sap the life from jesus through the sacraments and it is the same spirit who unites us makes us one with christ makes every one of us as member of the body of christ so come let's reflect on this important fundamental factor of our faith as i said we would divide this presentation into two parts as communion in spiritual goods or in holy things and the second is communion among holy persons or saints the first portion and i would like to inform you that this presentation is mostly taken from the catechism of the catholic church numbers from 9462962 so you could read through that to have better understanding let's begin in the early church we find the faithful devoted themselves to the apostles teaching and fellowship to the breaking of the bread and the prayers acts chapter 2 verse 42 that was the main thing that they were doing which is the holy eucharist and this communion in spiritual goods means whatever christ has handed over to the church everyone who is a member of the church experiences or enjoys this spiritual goods and this communion in spiritual goods we could divide under five subheadings 
as given in the catechism of the catholic church it says the first point is communion in the faith we all share in one faith there are no two faiths it is only one faith the faith as handed over by christ and is perpetuated by the holy spirit who is present in the church and this same faith which jesus gave to the apostles the apostles handed over this to their disciples and which comes to us even today as i said as a church to have four characteristics and one of them is apostolic and this faith is the treasure of life and for which we as christians through the sacrament of confirmation called to express and defend we are called or we are entrusted this duty to express our faith and proclaim this faith and also defend it whenever it is wrongly proclaimed or professed the second point is communion of the sacraments jesus christ the son of god earned graces through his very life very specially through his christ event through his passion and death and the resurrection through them he got for us graces and these graces he gives to us through the church through the means of the sacraments and so we have communion of the sacraments every christian who is baptized in the name of the holy trinity is a member of the church and through the church we share in the communion of the sacraments in all the seven sacraments and this fruit of all the sacraments belong to every christian and they as we know bind us very closely to christ and through christ to the most holy trinity and as we know the holy eucharist the sacrament of sacraments is named communion because through our reception of the most holy body and blood of christ we share and experience a communion among us as one church from the beginning even now till the end of the ages we would share in the same body same blood and even same faith and so we share the communion in the sacraments and the third point is communion of charisms as i had already quoted st paul's first letter to the corinthians chapter 12 he says about the charisms which the holy spirit gives to every faithful and so we share that charisms these charisms are not given to the persons for their personal usage charisms are given for the purpose of spreading of the gospel and building up the church therefore it is given for the other for example i am a priest ordained but i can never bless myself nor forgive my sins which i can do of the others i can bless others i can forgive their sins but i cannot do it of mine and the fourth point is the communion in the possessions in the early church we find that all the faithful had their possessions in common acts chapter 4 verse 32 says 
they had everything in common so we as members of the one body of christ are called to experience that in our daily life the fifth point is communion in charity communion in love romans chapter 14 verse 7 says none of us lives to himself and none of us dies to himself we are called to live and die for others for the glory of god and for the good of the others that is the purpose of every christian's life god's glory and the good of the others and as the members of one body if anything happens to one person everyone else experiences it which in a way we may not concretely experience but it is the truth as each of us have one body anything happens or a member of my body a part of my body gets hurt that affects the entire body and surely the seriousness of the wound in the body if the hurt is very little we would not experience that pain so much but if it gets wounded very badly then we know the entire body experiences it therefore our solidarity with every member of the church we need to live in love in building up of this body of christ and as communion in spiritual goods we as christians who believe in the name of the most holy trinity are called to express and live this in our daily life now come let's reflect on the second part the communion among the holy persons and this communion of the persons also is divided into five parts the first one is the three states of the church as i had explained already the church is present in three places in heaven in the purgatory where the faithful are being purified and the third is the world where we are still at war fighting against the spirits of the world not merely those who are living in the world belong or build up the church but everyone who has been baptized in the name of the most holy trinity belongs to the church and builds the church therefore when we speak about the saints in heaven we need to keep in mind that it is very natural as members of the same body once you are baptized you are always a christian just to refresh your catechism in your childhood days i'm sure you must be remembering about the three sacraments which cannot be received a second time do you remember them just for a clue i would tell for these sacraments the oil of chrism is used the sacred chrism can you remember them the first is baptism the second confirmation and the third the holy orders these sacraments cannot be repeated and through these sacraments we are given an indelible mark a seal of the holy spirit which can never be removed from our being therefore once baptized we 
ever remain a Christian. We may even go away from the church and practice everything as we wish, but still would remain because that indelible mark is in our body, in our being. That's why when a person returns to the church, there is a different service conducted to receive him back into the church and never a person baptized a second time. That can never be done. The second point is the intercession of the saints. As we have been seeing, there is already people in heaven experiencing and enjoying the vision of God in heaven. They pray for us. As we ask the members of the church in the world to pray for us, we have the privilege to ask the members of Christ who are already in heaven to pray for us. What a privilege. But very often we don't make use of this privilege. It's not that without them we cannot reach to God. But as we do in the world, as we ask the members of the body of Christ to pray for us, likewise, saints in heaven are also members of that same body enjoying the vision of God. And so they have greater proximity, greater closeness to God to pray for us. But what is the difference? There is already a video on this, the difference between the saints and Jesus praying for us. I would give that video link in the description. Please do watch. That's on St. Thomas Aquinas and St. Paul on resurrection. Where St. Thomas says that saints in heaven cannot know our needs without our telling them. Whereas Jesus knows even without our asking. But to take the patronage, the help of the saints, we need to ask them. When we take their name, they can listen to us. So we need to take the name of the saints. As in the world as well, when we give a phone call to our friend and ask the person to pray for us. Likewise, we take the name of any saint in heaven and ask the person to pray for us. And such a privilege we are given. Let's make use of it. I hope you do. And Saint Dominic, while dying, said to his brothers, Do not weep, for I shall be more useful to you after my death, and I shall help you then more effectively than during my life. It's not merely Saint Dominic said, There are so many saints who have said the same. When I reach heaven, I would be more useful to you because I can pray for you more fervently and in much closer union with God. And the third point is communion with the saints. Just we have seen the intercession of the saints. Now the main important point, communion with the saints. As members of the same body of Christ, we have communion with the saints. One cannot be a Christian without being in the church. One becomes a Christian through the sacraments and remains in the church in communion with all the members of the body of Christ. And so also as we have already seen, many of us are in heaven. And as we have communion here on earth, we have communion with the saints who are already in heaven. And this communion 
of saints unites us more closely with Christ as saint polycarp says we worship christ as god's son we love the martyrs as the lord's disciples and imitators and rightly so because of their matchless devotion towards their king and master may we also be their companions and fellow disciples there is always people who are going ahead of us and they hand over to us whatever they have learned whatever they have earned and that becomes ours our inheritance and we hand over this to the coming generations that's what called the apostolic church apostles handed over their faith to their disciples and their disciples handed over to their disciples and even now after almost 2000 years the church is apostolic because we share in the same faith and we are members of that same body and the fourth point is communion with the dead one factor that we need to always remember is in the biblical term the biblical understanding of death is not death of the body the end of the body but real death is our separation from god for example jesus taught us about the love of god through the parable of the prodigal son as there are so many other parables but in this parable the father when the son returns says the son of mine was dead and now alive again the separation from god is our death but here we are not speaking about that death we are speaking here about the death of the body as we depart from this world we as members of this pilgrim church on this world we share in the communion of all those who have gone ahead of us just remember this the church members are like the chain we have seen the chain and every one of us gets added to it as we receive the baptism we get added to it and there is no disconnection there is no discontinuity you know there is a continuity and the connection it goes on and on and on and that will go on this reality we need to realize here we need to make a difference this communion of the dead as i said from the parable of the prodigal son is those who are in purgatory those who are getting purified they need our prayers that's why church every year prays for the dead on november 2nd every faithful dead is remembered on that day and this death as i said is a separation from god those in purgatory don't experience the beatific vision of god as experienced and enjoyed by the saints in heaven so as people in the world as a faithful in the world it's our responsibility to pray for the dead who are in purgatory we don't call the saints as dead we call them people alive in christ in heaven they cannot be called dead people but definitely those who are in purgatory are called so and it's our responsibility that's why you have already noticed we offer the holy sacrifice of the mass for the dead and that's why we are asked to offer the holy eucharistic sacrifice for the members of our family 
unknown people even unknown people very specially for whom there is no one to pray for that's why he said those in purgatory cannot pray for themselves it's only those who are alive in this world can pray for them and so we need to pray for them it it is actually entirely a different topic to discuss more deeply you'd see maybe later on sometime now this fact we need to keep in mind as saints in heaven are praying for us it's our responsibility to pray for our members the members of our body the same body of christ those who are getting purified those who are in purgatory so let's pray for them the fifth point is in the one family of god the church is the family of god salvation is nothing else but entry into the family of god what is the family of god the family of the most holy trinity the father and the son and the holy spirit our entry into this divine family the family of god is what is called salvation which begins at our baptism where we see one of the main effects of baptism is we are made children of god we become children of god sharing in the sonship of christ so as we conclude let's keep in mind this important fundamental factor of our christian faith the communion of saints which we have seen very mainly in two parts as communion in the spiritual goods or in the holy things and the second in the communion among the holy persons or the saints as we live in this world let's keep always this factor in mind and take advantage of the saints in heaven and also let's be responsible for those in purgatory they are in need of our prayers as the saints say when we pray the rosary or when we offer the holy sacrifice of the mass for any of those in the purgatory they reach heaven because the holy eucharist is very sacrifice of jesus at calvary so let's take advantage of the members of our body in heaven and also let's pray for those in purgatory may god bless you